good morning. Happy Friday. It is Friday in the Elm, and the weather is hot. <laughs> Next week is going to get hotter, but the weekend is going to be sweet. So whatever y'all are doing, do it well, and uh, put your sunblock on. Damn it. That goes for you black people, too. Sunblock. <laughs> All right. Uh, first things first, let me shout out my good friends, uh, Ruby Melton and her wife, Gail. Gail! We got you, girl, holding you in our prayers, thinking about you, sending good vibes. Listen, you need us to bring ice cream, we'll bring ice cream. You just let me know the flavors. I can't eat that ice cream, so I'll bring my version of ice cream. So I just want you to know I'm thinking about you this morning. And I saw your pictures. You look really good. Of course you look good. Uh, But the trifecta is flowers, ice cream, and the UConn basketball. (laughs) or 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 wnba basketball whatever pick your pick it just pick it i know i know y'all like women's sports so there you go but uh gail i just want you to know i'm thinking about you and uh i'm gonna come by we're gonna come by we're gonna have a funky good time see what's happening and plus i want to hear all about the trip to canada so what that was like so shouting you out ruby gail my favorite people's all right, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. It's Friday. It's so nice to be Friday. So uh, the Queen Bee dropped her new album, Renaissance. Y'all know who Queen Bee is. And I don't mean the chick in England. I mean Beyonce. Beyonce has a new album out called Renaissance. And uh, if, you, if you've not heard um, You Can't Break My Soul, which is a nod to uh, house music, you know, like house music of the days of Sylvester and and, and and the like. So um, so she's got a new album out. Uh, it's called Renaissance. And it is the number one song on uh, Obama's playlist. So if you dig Obama's summer playlist, uh, there you go. <laughs> it's up there. And Obama puts out a playlist. He's been putting out a playlist since, since the beginning of his presidency. Uh, a book list and a playlist. And I captured them both because I'm a huge fan of uh, the good president. So, uh, so the Obama playlist, I can tell you what's on it because I sent it to a friend of mine, and uh, and she's she she called me from her car, left left me a message from her car talking about this is good. <laughs> I got it turned up loud. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I, I haven't pumped it yet. Uh, today will be the first day that I pump it in my car. I didn't pull it yesterday because I was listening to some other stuff. Uh, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a play the Obama playlist in my car um, today. And I posted up the Obama uh, reading list, the 2022 reading list, which is a beast. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I am not as busy as President Obama. I know it. I know I am not. So I don't know how he reads all these books in a year's time. I don't I don't know how he do it. I just don't. So that's gonna try. I'm gonna try to make that a goal for some year. <laughs> I can't get through, I can't get through my playlist. Like I can't get through my reading list that I started with uh Andrew and Rebecca. Like I I I thought I had 10 books. It's really eight books. 
I'm I'm reading one now off the no, I've read I've read I'm I read two off the off the list because one was the Selena Gomez, um the Selena Montgomery book by um um the sister runner for for governor Stacey Abrams. I read one of her romance novels, which I really, really liked. Now, mind you, it took me forever to read this damn book, but it has taken me forever to read every book lately. But I'm pressing through the 400 right now, 400 souls right now. So I'm excited to finish that. I'm almost done. I, I thought I would be finished this week, but I'm not. So it'll be finished probably next week, you know. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I, I got to get through my reading list. And I'm going to amp it up a little bit more. I don't know. I, I've got to, I've got to, I think the universe is telling me I got to reorient my life. Because if I get into the access to law program, fingers crossed, I hope they let me in. If they don't let me in, it's not the end of the world. I mean, sometimes you just can't do everything. No matter how, and you know, I, no matter how much I want to do everything, sometimes you can't do everything. Just sometimes you just can't do everything. Bummer, but sometimes you just can't. Um, but that's all right, because you just keep on pushing so, but anyway, if I get in, I'm gonna have to reorient to my, reorient my life. So this is why I've been working on my kitchen. I get my kitchen re, reorganized or organized so I can move into this space in my 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 uh, dining room slash closet space and uh, sort of reorient that a little bit because I'm gonna need a bona fide study workspace if I get in. And right now. The desk that I'm using as my studio desk is my studio desk. And there's no way I can make this a study desk because all the equipment sits on this desk. By the way, this desk was a wedding gift um, from my dear friend, Tom Brown. His brother made it. And, um, and it's uh, raw. And I, all these years, I thought I would stain it or paint it. I've never, I never did. So it's still in its original unstained, unpainted, raw look. And I, you know, I've, we've, I've had this desk, I guess I would have been married 25 years, I guess, 26, 20, some, some high number. I want to say 25. Mm, Cause Karen Walt, Kevin and Karen Walton celebrated their wedding anniversary 25 years so I was right along with them. So 25. So this desk is 25 years old. Now I have another desk in my actual second bedroom, which was supposed to be my closet, the whole room. But my daughter came back from North Carolina and uh, she needed a place to stay. So, um, so I moved everything out of that. Not everything, but, you know, you push stuff out the way so you can put a bed in there. Uh, the clothes are in the dining room and the desk is still in the room, but it's like stacked up with bins because my things. So I thought, and, and, and that desk is from my childhood. Actually, it, my mother bought it for my sister. And, uh, and my sister just didn't want it after she moved and married. She just didn't want it. So I just didn't have the heart to throw it out. I mean, I'm weird like that. So I just kept it and uh, it's in my bedroom with things stacked on it. I'm almost to the ceiling. Well, not out, no, not to the ceiling. Just 
This has got Ben stacked on it. And, uh, yeah. So my thinking is to figure out to get that desk out of there and set it up so that it could be my study desk. God knows where. Because, you know, this apartment is not a 3,000 square foot apartment. It's big, but it's not that big. So now I got to think about where I'm going to put this thing if, I, if I'm going to use it. And I know I'm going to need a desk or something. I, I don't know what I'm going to need. I, I like to have a desk so that I could, well, we'll see. <laughs> Listen, you know how I think about things? Nothing has to be solved today. Not this very minute anyway. Nothing has to be solved today. That's how I always, um, you know, I, I've lately, of late, the last few years, that's how I've sort of handled difficult things. You know, I think about it and then I'd say, well, in this very moment, it does not have to be resolved. There are some things that you have to solve, resolve in the moment. I get that. I'm not suggesting that I push off things. No, that's not what I do. I like to, uh, I like to uh, deal with stuff as they come. I don't like to push things off. Um, but there are some things that if there's a, if there's a time stamp that gives you a little breathing room to think through a decision, I take it. You know, unless it's about food and drink, then I can immediately make a decision. <laughs> I'm just saying. But if it's if it's something that requires a little a little bit of thinking, I like to take the time. You know, I like to take the time. So uh what else is going on um it's friday and it's hot and it's humid and it's summer this no one can, can no one can complain that we didn't have a good summer i i don't i don't mind it i really don't we need the rain though we need a good soaking rain because you know we are dangerously dry drought and uh you know, if you take your take your cues from the West, Midwest, and and the weather, um, you know we're gonna get a turn at this at some point. So, I I want us to sort of not whine about what is happening here in Connecticut and just say, listen, we are not in the situations that they are in St. Louis. I reached out to my friends in St. Louis. They seem to be fine. Uh, my girlfriend in Seattle, where it is ridiculously hot and on fire in places. And uh, it just takes a lot. So we're, we are in a good place here, I, I think, weather-wise, this year. Now, God knows what winter will bring us. Because I remember winters when it's been uh ridiculous so ridiculous snow 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 but it's been pretty mild these last couple of winters so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna go with that we'll see how it 
we'll see what the fall brings us. So I saw I saw a meme that says there's uh eight more Saturday, eight more weekends to the fall. And then somebody said, um, um, in your lifetime, you've got somebody made the the suggestion, not even the suggestion, the statement that we've got 25 more summers, you know, depending on where you are in your age, right? Like if you're like, there's a possibility that I, 25 more summers on top of 59 might be where I leave. Do you know what I mean? That's it. So when you think about it like that, if I find it to be quite motivating. Do you know what I mean? Like if I'm if I'm 70 and I'll say, you know, I got maybe 15 to 20 more summers. I'm not 70. I'm I'm 59. So I, I rounded up to 60. I, I'm thinking I might be able to get to 80. So I might I might have 20, 21 more summers. I'm thinking 80 might be the magic number. Like 83, 84, like that. You know what I mean? I'm thinking. Although if I don't get this health 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 in order. I don't think I'm gonna see 75. <laughs> hey Nora, I see you. <laughs> Nora's holding it down for us this morning in the station. Thanks, Nora. And and uh and she just came up on the screen and I know she's like, oh my God. So I hope you are enjoying this experience, Nora. She's not gonna answer me back. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this experience because because it's it's nice to have another another pair of hands who knows how to run things. That's always a good that's always a good thing. So um, I I didn't want to get into the news. I'm tired. I just no. I I never want to say I'm tired of the news because that that speaks to a privilege that a lot of people in the world do not have because a lot of people in the world don't have access to news <laughs> quality high quality unbiased news you know and i don't know exactly if we do either but it's better than what a lot of other countries have so i, I tell you what my good friend dr deco muhammad has moved to somaliland to be amongst her father's tribal people, as I understand it. Um, she has uh, gotten out of Mogadishu, Mogadishu which I, I was always on edge with her being in Mogadishu because it's so volatile and uncertain and, you know, civil war. So, you know, um, she was just trying to do what she was called to do as a doctor and serve her people. But I'm just glad she's out of Mogadishu and and she's in Somaliland, which is way safer um, and just uh, just a better. It just makes it just makes me rest easier that she's in Somaliland. So um, but uh, I saw her uh, up. She posted up. She was at a conference in Rwanda. 
And, you know, they are looking for talented people in Rwanda. Um, I sat in on a webinar, a live webinar yesterday on how to apply, how to look for and apply for positions, I want to say in the Rwandan government, but it it could just be Rwanda wide. And, uh, and, you know, I, 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 I believe that's where I want to end up um, in Rwanda, or at least live there for a, a bit of time, you know, uh, Kigali specifically, because I just love the way that that country turned itself all the way around. Now, I'm not suggesting they're not without their ills. Everywhere on the planet has some challenges, whatever, whatever it is, every place has its challenges. But they don't have some of the same. They have, they don't have the overarching challenges that we have here. Um, and they've been voted the cleanest country in the world, and one of the nicest countries in the world. If you know the history of Rwanda, that's no easy feat. They have a very progressive president. The little, he's a little iron-fisted, but I, I don't mind an iron-fisted leader if some of the other qualities our kindness and generosity and humanity. Do you know what I mean? Because I, under, I understand sometimes you, you, when, you're in the, when you're the person making the tough decisions, you just have to make tough decisions. And you can't, you can't, you know, you can't let uh, opposing people soften what needs to be done. And I, I don't mean like what you want to do because you think you're right, but what needs to be done on behalf of the country. And everybody has a sense of what that is in this country too, but, but somehow or other, we don't want to do it because votes and greed and avarice, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to take a look at their website, see what they got going on, see if anything is of interest. I, I really don't want to go work, work anywhere at this point in my life. You know, I don't, I don't think I want to do that. Um, I think what I'd like to do is to be retired and kind of pick up things, you know, pick up things in places. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to work full time. I don't want to, I, I like contractually a few things, that kind of stuff, C consult, easy. <laughs> And nothing is ever easy, but like, I don't, I don't want to be anybody's nine to five. Like, I don't, that's not my goal. I want to blow in when I want to blow in and blow out when I want to blow out. That's, that's my thinking. That is my thinking. So but I'll keep you posted right now. I'm rooted here in this neighborhood, in this community, in this city, in this state, in this country. So I'm going to do, 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 do my best. And, uh, make things happen here in the way that I want them. Happy birthday, Tom Breen. <laughs> I know Tom Breen does not listen to me at all, but happy birthday, Tom Breen. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, he's such a, such a lovely person. I think Tom Breen is probably one of the nicest people. And I know a great many nice people. He's just got a good heart. He's got good attitude. Um, he loves what he does. He's good at what he does. 
He's kind and generous to people. You know, I, I don't think I've ever seen him raise his voice or be cross or be ready to kick somebody's ass. I'm not, I'm not seeing that side of him. Like, I've just not seen that. So, I don't know. I'm sure he's probably had a fight in his life somewhere. <laughs> I don't trust people who have never had a fight. Like, you've never had a fight? Like, not on the playground? Like, nowhere? Like, nobody pushed up on you, tried to take your lunch money, nothing? You know, you know, I don't know. So, anyway, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tom Breen. That's somebody else's birthday, too. Uh, there's a bunch of folks. Um, and, and they pop up on my Facebook feed, but Lucy had given us a heads up. So uh, they're going to go see the Lion King Jr. <laughs> that is so sweet. I wasn't going to see Lion King, period. So I know I'm not going to go see Lion King Jr. If, if my kids were little, um, if my kids were little, I'd have no choice. But I have choice. <laughs> I, I, have real, I have real, 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 real choice. Real choice. So I'm not going. <laughs> I, I don't go to kid stuff. I do not go to kid stuff. And I don't have grandchildren, so I'm not taking hey, them. Babs. What? Um, can I can I shout out um real quick, Tom Breen myself, you know, um say happy birthday and also shout my sister out who's it's her birthday also. Okay. Um but but let me do I, I wanna just do a little video for Tom Breen real fast. Okay. There's a, there's a video for Tom Breen. Let's see if you guys can see this here. I see it. There you go. Happy birthday, Tom Bree. Our, our our favorite reporter about town and overall good not, asker of questions. Not, not that there's anything wrong with Nora in the studio, but you know. Why? It's not Nora's birthday. <laughs> no, I know, but you know, you said our favorite reporter out and about. So I'm like, not that there's anything wrong with it, the rest of them, but Tom's our favorite. <laughs> Harry's also saying that because he wants me to practice jumping on air to talk with you, Babs. That's all right. I know. But I should also say happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> we you love know, you. You know, Nora, you can jump anytime you feel like it. But, it, you know, I know it's a little daunting. So, well, I always press the wrong keys on the board. So that's why Harry wants, Harry wants me to figure out how to do that. <laughs> well, well, you're on now. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I have nothing to add other than I love Tom Breen. Okay. What are you doing? What are you doing this weekend? Um, I'm actually moving apartments. Oh, Harry's going to turn my video on. 
Hey, Bob. Hi, Nora. <laughs> so where are you moving from to? I live in East Rock right now. I live in a intentional uh, communal living situation. All right. Like everybody shares stuff. and Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm moving to an apartment with two roommates. I'm downsizing. Oh, wait. How many people live in a communal situation? I am the 11th person. Oh, my God. That's like, yeah. that's worse than a dorm. It's not. It's not actually as ideal as it's supposed to be. <laughs> okay. And so, so why, are you li- why are you leaving it? I'm leaving it. Well, now I'm on radio. I probably shouldn't call out all my roommates. Um, well, don't, don't call them yeah, out. Communal living is more difficult than I expected it to be. Okay. There are a lot. Of, yeah. Because people are bureaucratic. What? People eating your cheese. That <laughs> has you, happened. That happened. <laughs> when, you put, when you put stuff in the fridge and you get your mouth ready for it, and you go in there and it's not there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. I know. Listen, you know what communal living is? Living in a family. Yeah. So, so I was going to say, how many people do you live with, Babs? I only live have- with one. My oh. daughter. But at any given time, there's been five or six of us because I was married and I had children. Yeah. So I've lived with six people max. And and I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. Meaning you have five kids total? I have four. Four kids. Four kids. Okay. Where'd the six come from then? No, I I, I was married. Okay. Oh, and then you're the sixth person. Yeah. You're including yourself. Uh Uh-huh. And now it's just two of us. Um, cause my other children, they come in and out, but they haven't been in a, in a good while. So they're How all old in, is your daughter. She's 20, 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's so. she up to? I don't know anything about your kids. <laughs> I, I, me, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she, she, she was a student at Bennett in North Carolina. And when the pandemic hit, um, they all went off, they went online. And, uh, and okay. she, she didn't like being um, quarantined in her apartment by herself mm. in Winston's in uh, Greensboro. So she came yeah. home. And mm. uh, so she lived with her father for a minute and his wife and family. And she, you know, she just wanted a little more freedom. So she moved in here. Um so yeah, she's just figuring out what she wants to do, saving her money. She's good at saving money. Uh, my youngest daughter lives not too far from here. My son lives down, my oldest son lives downtown. And my youngest son is, I don't know where the hell he is. I mean, he's around. Do you know what I mean? He's like always in between girls. You know what I mean? Like he's right. <laughs> you know. Do you have porch reunions? Porch reunions? You know, because your porch. <laughs> is that oh exciting? no, just porch parties. Just, yeah, <laughs> just all, just all out porch parties. So yeah, it's fun. Come by sometime, Nora. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. So That's where's the new, where's the new apartment going to be in East Rock too? No, it's it's in Science Hill, kind of. What the hell is Science Hill? <laughs> so, well, Science Park, Science it's Park, Science Park. But don't you call that general area Science Hill? I don't even know. No. It's on Hillside Place. Okay. Oh, that is kind of near Fussy Coffee, which is not a I coffee. know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I yeah. know a lot of Science Hill, so thanks for telling me that's just blatantly wrong. <laughs> it is. It's Science Park. <laughs> Hill. All right, that'd be good. When do you, when you move? This weekend? Yeah. I'm going to spend this evening packing up my stuff. So do you have your own? So when you were in the other space, did you have your own room? You had to share. Oh, I had my own room. Yeah. Um, but it was like a tiny little attic room. Okay. It was a pretty beautiful house. It was like an East Rock mansion on Whitney Avenue. Uh-huh. Um, and then there were just 11 people. So <laughs> they just never converted it into apartments like a lot of oh, okay. homes are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Paul says um, Science Hill is around Whitney and Edwards. But that's not the direction she's going in, Paul. She's, she is, she's in the Science Park area. Yeah, closer to there. Yeah, she's by Thanks, fussy Paul. coffee. <laughs> you buy fussy coffee. You you in Science Park. Yeah. Oh, I hope you like it. Thanks, Bad. I, we'll think be, <laughs> I think it'll be fun. All right. So three people. Is it a three three bedroom apartment? Three bedrooms. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, I'm excited to just have two roommates. That seems much more manageable. <laughs> but we'll see. It may mean more tensions. I don't know. Oh, all right. Well, well, you'll know soon enough. Yeah. You move, move your <laughs> stuff. That's going to be, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Also, where did Harry go? I kind of want to um, get off me to see it that <laughs> the jib jab film a second time. <laughs> <laughs> did you make that, Harry? You might yes. not have the other end, but Harry's I always big. Lucy made that. <laughs> did I make what? You made that chip job movie? Oh, Harry's the king of those things. I guess that's true. You tell him when your birthday is, he'll make you one. Oh, you talk about Tom's video. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and I made one for my sister who's, uh, how old am I? (laughs) 33, right? Um, So, yeah, my sister's 30 today. Actually, wow. My sister reached 30, so. No, mm-hmm. wait. That's I'm old. 53. She she reached 50. Jeez, I just I perhaps I knocked 30, 20 years off of my age, Babs. You saw that? Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> I, I I don't want to do that. So it don't, it don't I guess well. if that's your thing. I mean, I, I would knock off the age if I could keep the wisdom, right? That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think Nora learned something about herself with with this commune situation oh, <laughs> Harry thinks that I learned I'm conservative and don't believe in community no I just <laughs> uh, reality how can, you, how can you not learn how can you not know anything about community you live in a commune right and she hated it <laughs> so, I would hate it too I didn't hate it I had a complex experience and I realized I think I would be less you know, crazy 100% of the time if I moved into a small I love room. that I love that instead of <laughs> instead of a hard situation we call it now complex experiences that's pretty cool well, we could say that I'm being just yeah I'm scared <laughs> and I'm backing out yeah good the yeah, better thing fun. to do would be to stay and figure out how to make it work. nope nope that's not how that's that's not how life works you have to do what's in your see that's the problem people people sometimes and, and women do this a lot they stay in situations that they know damn well they don't want to be in. So just walk away from it. Yep. You're not married or rooted to any of this. Just like, you know what? I've had the experience. I'm tired of it. 
Now it's time for me to go do something else. Simple. You don't got to bang your head up against the wall and try to figure this out. And you figured it out. You know what? What's in my best interest is to go and live with less people. <laughs> That's it. Okay, stop, thanks. Stop, me feel better. stop that second guessing. Stop that. I should, I should. Nope. Doing exactly what you want to do. Always follow your heart. Just follow your heart and your mind. Like, you know what? I got to get out of this. I don't like it. And the resolution is I move. And that's what you're doing. No hard feelings. Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. Oh, you see, that's, wait, wait, wait a minute. Thanks. <laughs> I said exactly the same thing. No, you did not. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't say the same thing. Of course. Thing. I'm telling you, decide that you're going to learn from your experience, not make excuses about it. No, nope, just... that's not what I said. <laughs> that is not what I said. She don't, she she don't got to learn from nothing. Listen, she's what? not a child. <laughs> of course, oh, Babs. This is the point of the 33 versus 53, right? You want to keep the knowledge, learn from everything you've done wrong so you have a better life. But nope. so I'm just saying do it early. No. Nope. Nor 23. So start early. And instead of waiting until you into your 30s and 40s to learn from, from your mistakes. I don't I see, I don't see it as a mistake. So that's number one. Yeah. This is not a mistake. This is just this is just another step on the path. That's all. It's not a mistake. It's not a bad step. It's not a good step. It's a step. So you already she already learned. She already learned. I'm gonna trust my own mind and heart and do what's in my best interest. That's it. It's, a, it's not a mistake. She didn't make a mistake. <laughs> she had an experience. And she was like, all right, I'm done with this experience. It's time to move on to a new experience. So and it might have been specific to that house as well. Harry's saying that all communal living, I think this is what Harry's trying to push. <laughs> no, <laughs> is no. that all communal living situations are not ideal. But no living situation is ideal. Oh no, you know what's, a, you know what's ideal? Me living by myself is ideal. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of do agree with that. <laughs> well, you see that it's like Bab said, right? It's your first communal situation is your family, right? And uh, that's where you learn how to deal with even people you love, right? So and when it's people you don't even really like or aren't connected to, it's a whole hell of a lot harder. Yeah, it's harder. I can't tell if it's worthwhile or not. Yeah, well, only you can answer that. So, and you answered it. No, nope, yeah. it's not. So, <laughs> yeah, deuces. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And you know, here's the thing. I believe we could do hard things, you know. But this is not a hard thing that you have to suffer through, right? This is not that. This is. Let me make a different choice for myself. You know, because I because I can. I'm not trapped. I'm not stuck. I can make a different, I can make a different choice. Which is an important thing to learn in addition to learning how to navigate difficult situations sometimes. Yes, that you can make a different choice. Right, right, Harry? Exactly, that's what I've been saying. That, that's not what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I said. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this should be a segment. We resolve Nora's issues. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Well, actually on that on that note, I was wondering Babs, do you have a morning routine? 
I was thinking about how you get up every morning and you do this show and I really struggle to get into the to the radio studio at like <laughs> the correct time. Uh, one, is my, every day? one is my job. So there's that part, right? Well, it's technically my job. Too, <laughs> I and, and, and I love it. So you might not love this. You like it or you or you or it's just part of your your job. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's a there's a, there's a lot of things that motivate people to do what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I happen to love this. And. Uh, uh, so it, it's enough to get me up in the morning to get me into this chair. I like it. Um, and uh, and when I don't do it, I miss it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to take vacation, trust and believe, <laughs> you know, but, but when I'm not doing it, I do miss it. So, mm. yeah, I mean, there are mornings where it's hard, particularly when I, when I, you know, hang out all hours of the night, night, you know, <laughs> and, and don't go to bed till like two o'clock in the morning. And then <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Aren't mornings just kind of generally difficult? No. Cause you know what? I am a, I'm a late night person and an early morning person hmm. i could stay up late late and i could get up early early how much sleep are you running on on average i, I i'm trying <laughs> to get myself up to uh six hours i know it's a it's a weird sort of thing yeah you know oh. i reached i reached my six hour goal um four times in the last week there you go yeah, but you don't you don't hang out at night. You just I don't hang out. out at night. I just got issues. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I just I just hang out. I just like to be out, and uh, and then and then I and then I get up early. Like I don't have no problems getting up early. Hmm. I mean, it also makes it easier when you have a uh, a house a studio in your house, so you don't have to. You could just roll onto the radio instead <laughs> yeah. of yeah. But, but you know this is but being here is, on this radio is, is you know we started in this i started in the studio same thing like i would come into the studio every day you know and get and get i think i like that i don't have to look for parking <laughs> parking was the bane of my existence coming downtown you know because if i didn't get a sweet spot uh across the street or around the corner you know, it was daunting. And 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 not to mention parking tickets. So <laughs> have you thought about making a partial return to the studio? Or you, I mean no. you come back for pundits. I come back for pundits. That's about all I want to do. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like the look of the studio. Like I feel like no. the studio looks like public access and everybody has the same look. You know what I mean? So I, I like a diff- I like the sc- my screen behind me. It looks different than everybody else's background. It is a good background. Yeah, it is a good background. And uh that's and that's really why. Uh and I get better guests when I don't have to come when I don't have to get them into the studio. Mm. You know, getting them into the studio is a bit challenging, you know, because they have to find parking and 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 you know oh, all of that. Need the landing pad on the roof. Well. That this that week. would that would work too, but I <laughs> and and then some kind of way to get down from the roof, <laughs> like a like a slide into the chair and, and, and kind then, of thing. And then when 
the elevator would be broken on me and bad. Oh so. my God, Harry. And this, Nora, this was before my, my hips got replaced. So <laughs> it, it would be like some kind of torture to yeah. climb those stairs and Ooh! me and Harry both <laughs> climbing these damn stairs. And, and there have been times where Harry has left his keys. <laughs> yeah. I've left my keys. So I'm climbing those stairs. <laughs> I wait. You got to wait for somebody to come. Like, oh, my God. So, yeah, no. No, I, I don't. I, see, I'm already. This is all the reason why I don't miss coming into the, the mm. studio. You know. I was going to say, do you do you have guests for the second hour today? You no, don't, I don't have right? a guest today. Okay. I, I, you know, Fridays are a little challenging. Sometimes I want guests on Fridays. Sometimes I don't. You know, um, and the summers are a little bit more challenging because people are breaking for, you know, they're, they're going on vacation and, mm. you know, so, yeah. Do you have any vacations coming up? Are you taking any trips? Yes, I'm going to the vineyard, my favorite place. When? Uh, next month going to, well, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to work uh, the jazz festival. Uh, August 11th and 12th so I won't be on air 11 and 12th and then I'm off the 22nd through the 26th for the week I go back to Martha's Vineyard and that's specifically just for relaxation the, uh, this other thing I'm doing my girlfriend coordinates this jazz festival for scholarships and uh and she needs some she needs some mature volunteers so me Markeisha Ife we're gonna go and help her do whatever she needs to do. It's a big deal. So already sold out. She's got Will Downing and Samira Joy, who is our fan favorite. And um, and so plus I get to see Samara Joy again and 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 have it be free and dress up a little bit. So I'm pleased. Ooh. But no, but just to help my girlfriend get this thing done is uh, you know, I was like, all right, okay. There's worse places in the world than. Martha's Vineyard <laughs> to work. So I was like, all right, girl, we coming. Sounds fun. Yeah. So she put it, you know, she found us some housing and, you know, uh, then we found some extra housing because we were coming back on Saturday. Mm. I mean, we're coming back have on you Sunday. Been... Oh. I was going to say, how long have you been going to Martha's Vineyard also? Oh, 20 years or so. Oh. I used to take my kids. I used to take my daughters. Oh. I used to take my daughters because it would be a girl's, girl's trip every year for a week and uh to take my daughters I never took my sons so my sons always had stuff to do my brother would handle them take care of them um right so yeah so mm-hmm. this year but you know the last couple of years I've been going I haven't been going with my daughters first of all they don't have no money I'm not paying for them anymore so <laughs> so I was going going with uh me and Markeisha Ife I think Shah yeah we're gonna go for a week we have a house sounds so fun is there a jellyfish problem right now i keep hearing about there being in the oceans everywhere or just in general (laughs) yeah in the oceans around that area i've been hearing that the jellyfish are migrating earlier because of the global warming yeah (laughs) i don't know i didn't hear that i'm gonna look that up right now see what's happening Harry's been noticing since we've been spending more time in the studio together that I tend to fabricate information. So 
no, no. I could have just you know, there was a story um, the other day about a a swarm, you're right, of jellyfish um, all over the East Coast and the beaches and everything. So, I mean, it's possible that uh, Martha's Vineyard is going to be uh, a little I don't, I don't see any stories that speak and to it. And then there's um, the sharks. <laughs> right, Babs? <laughs> all yeah, the sharks. There's, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> now, not to mention that Jaws was filmed on Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I think MSN has a story this morning of a uh, a person who's been doing um, drone photography over the beaches in that area, and they're seeing an unusual spike of great whites. Yeah, there, there's a problem. There, listen, we've got a shark problem. We got a bear problem. <laughs> And the sharks are biting. It's not just that they're in the area. They yeah, they are. They they're coming back at people. Like yeah. used to be able to hit them, and they would go. They come back at you. So you know, it may be because all the they're, they're tired of all the garbage being thrown in the sea, and they well, to- that's one way to police the oceans. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the fish the 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 fish and mammal federation got together and said, "Listen, sharks." We got to do something about these humans. <laughs> Let's get well, them out of the water. You know, well, you're right. They 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 formed the union. <laughs> <laughs> a union with muscle. Well, mm. I mean, yeah. So I, 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 you're not you're not the type that gets into the beach, are you, Beps? I go to the beach. I mean, into the water. I I don't I don't like to swim in the ocean per yeah, se. I don't. I'll walk in the water to my ankles a little bit. Maybe I'll go to my knees, but I I don't I don't like to swim in the. Uh... Wait, why not? Because I, I don't like fish like that. I don't like all the things in the ocean. Just dirty. That I was sitting up, here that with bump this... up against you. <laughs> I had an image of you swimming with sharks. Me? Yeah. I yeah. I, I used to like. it used to be corporate America. Right. <laughs> 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 not any, not anymore, baby. Uh, uh now, now I swim with different sharks called nonprofits. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's there's a wonderful movie called Sh- Swimming with Sharks. Um uh I don't know if I should recommend it. It's um Kevin Spacey, but oh, oh god. I think I saw that movie. It's yeah. old. It's old now, right? Yeah, it's old. But yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like ocean swimming like that. I'll get in the ocean. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, huh. people like to swim with the fish and the tur- all that. I don't. Mm-mm. Mm. No, they bump yeah. into you. I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I like um where there's a filter. Right, so the pool. Chlorine. Oh, <laughs> I no longer. I, I'll go. I'll do the you know snorkeling and stuff like that. But <laughs> I mean, I mean that's kind of scary in itself, right? So the last time I went snorkeling, I think there were like three shark attacks on right off the beach that I was snorkeling on. Ooh. So it's like I was taking a chance. <laughs> And these sharks are like closer and closer. 
but no longer I'm not going to take any more chances like that it just makes no sense well you know this is the season uh, this is the season um, for sharks and maybe next season will be different you know what I mean like even though we're seeing way more or I don't know if we're seeing way more like I I think that's what they said that they yeah. seem to be more of them um, than usual. Just like, just like you said, just like the bears. I think um, there's just uh, a population boom. Like you know, I, I'm gonna blame COVID, Babs. All of these fish. I, I think gone. I think I'm gonna blame COVID too because for we've given them a two year head start, right? Well, you know, they they had to you know isolate at home and uh they were able to mate with their significant other right so that's the bears too right it was hibernation <laughs> isolation and you know well I, I i this is what i'll say i think there's some truth to that i think mostly it was our our isolate our not being in spaces you know we're not we i mean people did get to go outside but at the beginning of the pandemic, people didn't know what to do. So people didn't go outside. We didn't go in the parks. We didn't do that. And then when they said it was okay to go in the parks, get fresh air, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we gave them a head start on repopulating. <laughs> and, and they were undisturbed. Everything was undisturbed. The oceans, the forests, the woods, the parks, everything was undisturbed for a period of time. So I think they were like, we like these parks like that. And then when we started showing up, they were like, mm -mm. let's uh, run these humans off our, out of our oceans and out of our woods. And damn, if they're not doing a good job, <laughs> these bears are killing people. Like, I, I'm not camping right now. I wouldn't camp right now. I think it's too dangerous. I just think it's too, too dangerous. These bears are not taking no for an answer. So and and, they and might there, be there was another mountain lion sighting in and I think in Milford now. So first it was Woodbury, now it's Milford. So I hope they catch this. I don't think it's a mountain lion. I think it's a. Uh, what do we have here? It's kind of hard. It's the the bobcat. Um, yes, yeah, it's just a bobcat. But it might I know be a big bobcat. Some of the pictures that they've taken look kind of. Kind of like a mountain lion. <laughs> well, you know how they're close cousins, so they are. But close cousins, close. It's like we have not had mountain we lions. Have, yes, since the eighteen hundreds. Right? Yeah, but you know things know their way home. <laughs> things know their way home. All right, so we we got the call letters next. You ready? Yes. All right, and then you know we take a little bit of a break, so we play music and. So we take about a 10 minute break. Okay. All right. Don't so, don't let don't let Harry intimidate you. Is Harry in the studio? Nope. No, Harry's not here. Oh Wait, before we have the so first we have the bond PSA, no? Correct. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're here good. Go. go ahead, girl. Get okay. it. Okay, you know, this is radio. There we, go. we have to have noise. Someone with COVID. <laughs> Quarantine. All right, now I'm going to jump off. And get tested on day five, if possible. If you have COVID, isolate, wear a mask, vaccinate, get boosted, and test it as needed. 
Those are the best ways to stop the spread of COVID. At this time, we are vaccinating everyone ages five and up. Stay safe, New Haven. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. I want to dance all night, Monday morning, I'm sick of this job already. I'm already hoping for the hump day Wednesday night Calling my girls Making sure our plans are still tight Thursday brings a smile Cause I won't be putting up with this book In a little while Me and my girls, we turned it up last week Boys love this club cause ladies get in free We love to party Tried to flip, didn't get tossed. Mm-hmm. Pearly whites, time to floss. Yeah. Got top billing, counted the cost. Everybody knows that you're a go getter. Save with a smile as you earned your cheddar. Work real hard, and who can do better than you, Bob? Got through the week, I didn't even trip when we did speed. Yo, I'm JK, and I'm doing my thing with my big sis.
This is Ace Livingston, and you're listening to 103.5 FM, WNHH. on his bait you're gonna let a good catch get away this song could be about how we first met but how we gonna reminisce when you haven't got over him yet this song could be about what you're searching for you're looking all over town and i'm knocking on your front door
beautiful people welcome back to the second hour of love babs love talk i'm babs rolls ivy nora sitting in with harry because nora is learning how to run the board <laughs> or in other words run the world so <laughs> so she was chatting with us the first hour i don't think she's gonna come back the second hour i don't i don't know she's trying to trying to learn all the knobs and the doodads and uh and harry is coaching her from from the Waterbury studio, because Nora's in the New Haven studio. <laughs> so it's awfully quiet. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but she's learning. So, and I'm happy to have her learn. Listen, it's all right. It's fine with me. Just do what you got to do. No, because I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm good. I'm very, very good. So um as i said you know uh beyonce has a new album out called renaissance and uh it's very dancey which i think is uh fun and uh and god knows we need some dancey fun music because the world is i guess the world has always been so so I, i'm just gonna say the world has always been so and and we see what we want to see and we we understand the realities of the world but we also know that it's our responsibility to make uh uh the world what we need it to be that's on us that's not on anybody else that's on us each and every one of us so that's where i'm at that's where i'm at beautiful people that's where i'm at so uh i'm waiting for some mail to come that is taking forever and uh, hopefully it'll get here today so I could uh, get this done. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? It's Friday. I'm happy that it's Friday. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna have people on the porch tonight. More than likely, yes. My, my good friend um, who teaches at Oxford is in town. So she's coming by later, later this afternoon um i'm gonna go and celebrate with the new haven independent interns today is their last day so we're celebrating with them uh i remember being an intern boy and you know in those days and this is 40 years ago um you know it was you get a you got an intern gig uh, um because they were always hard hard to get and I think in those days, people didn't really understand the concept. You know, they just thought, oh, free slaves, you know. And then people really started investing um, in their internship programs and making them valuable um, to whatever the organization was. Um, and then they come to realize that organ, uh, interns play an integral part to the success of an organization uh, and get real world lived experience um, to boot. 
So, so high five to the interns at New Haven Independent who are out there hustling stories and understanding stuff and, you know, becoming uh, the journalist of the future. So, uh, so I can't wait to go and hang out with them. And today is Tom Breen's birthday. Happy birthday, Tom Breen. And uh, shout out to Gail um, of Ruby and Gail. Um, Gail had some surgery and uh, home recuperating with ice cream and flowers and, and women's basketball. I, I, I don't think it gets better than that, honestly. So, uh, so yeah, so shout out to Gail. We holding you in our prayers. Uh, you know, whatever you need, whatever you need, let us know. We got you. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much, you know, uh, the Friday. I'm gonna I'm gonna get something to eat at the Book Traders Cafe. Uh, you know what? They make I think I think I could get a good lemonade iced tea mix, which is called an Arnold Palmer. Um, but I think they I think they give you bottled things. We'll see. I think. Um, I think. So, but I'll see when I get there. I I, I we eat there. Uh, we eat there as a farm staff meetings, NHI staff meetings. I was just there, I don't know, several weeks ago. So I don't remember what the hell. Too many things, too many things. I have to go downtown and pay some parking tickets today. That's, that's my other challenge, to take care of some parking tickets. Oh, Lord have mercy. I got to deal with that. So yes, I'll do that. My taxes are due on the 1st or something to that effect. And, uh, and of course rent is due and, and then other ridiculous amount of bills. So uh, I, I really can't afford this life. <laughs> I, re I, re I really cannot afford this life. And, uh, and that's the God's honest truth. Let me tell you, let me tell you. So, um, I'm going to I'm going to listen to the Beyonce stuff later. I'm definitely going to get into that and uh see how that goes. I'm definitely going to um um uh, be outside cuz it's summer. Um let's see what else is going on. Uh I don't know if there's any festivals or things in the park going on this week this weekend. But this if it if it were this would be a great weekend because I believe the weather is going to be extraordinary. So uh, uh, my girlfriend is having a, a, a jazz, intimate garden jazz series in New Rochelle. And I've been wanting to go for several years. And I'm sorry that I can't go this year. I think it's tomorrow. And uh, I, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I, and then I'm going to try to go to Coventry tomorrow to see Frank Mitchell's uh, exhibit and hear him speak on it. So I think we might try to do that. And that'd be fun. And uh, da, 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 da. oh, the Gospel Fest is coming up in August. Uh, you know, where they do it in Gulf Street Park, which is DeGaulle Park, 
I don't think we ever really called it the Gall Park. We just called it Golf Street Park because it's right there on Golf Street. I don't know why they make things so difficult. But anyways, the Gall Park. Uh, so we'll be, that'll, that'll be that. The, the Caribbean Festival happened already. Uh, I think Dexter is getting ready for unity in the community. I don't know when that is. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so there's there's some stuff coming up. Uh, there's some good stuff coming up. Um, people are still hosting. Um, people are still hosting online webinars and workshops. So you might want to check your events, see what's happening. Um, the New Haven Jazz Underground, um, Nick D. Maria and Indigo Seven. Uh, they're at Cafe Nine on Tuesday, which is one of my favorite places. You know, the musicians' living room. So that's going to be good. Um, let's see. Uh, I was going to try to sit in on uh, Marita Golden's memoir writing class from six to whatever, but I think I got to do some phone banking for my sister, my soror. So I got to do that. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Does anybody know if the Amistad is sailing? Are people still, are they here? Because that's always a good, um, that's always a nice evening thing to do, you know, to cruise the sound on the Amistad and you hear the stories of the Amistad. Um, that's a nice, that's a nice thing. I don't, I don't. I thought it was docked here, but I'm not sure. I don't know if this weekend they're doing the um, Dragon Boat Regattas too, which is another fun activity. If you've not participated or seen that, row, you know, rowing with the dragon boats, you know, boats that are look look like dragons, you know, and it's like 20 people on crew, uh, and they, you know, they're racing. It's, it's a, it's. If you're not seen it, it's something. It really is something. So uh, I think you can, well, I, I know they do it at the, the boathouse, which is, you know, down there by um, Ikea and the new Marcel Hotel, which is in that Pirelli building. You know, that brutalist architectural thing that they couldn't tear down because it was of architectural significance. So they just built in it. So the Marcel Hotel. I'm dying to get in here and get to the bar, see what that situation is like. I don't think I'll do it today, but I think I'm gonna make make a make my way to their bar and see what that's like. That's what I'm hoping to do. That's what I'm hoping to do. And other other than that, though, uh, you know, I'm it's a it's a good weekend. It's another great weekend in the city. And I'm hoping that people enjoy the city and enjoy what is happening. Uh, the governor was here. I, I, I mean, I, we've seen the governor here. He was painting murals and at Concorp and God knows what. I mean, did he did he feed the feed the hungry and <laughs> give a sermon? He was here all day yesterday. <laughs> You would have thought you would have thought he lived in New Haven the way he was in New Haven yesterday. I was like, what is going on? You know, these 
you know, throwing money around. I was like, okay, all right, governor, we see you. Yeah, he was at, um, I know he was at Concorp talking to Eric Clemens and crew. Uh, he was under the bridge somewhere with a paintbrush in hand, painting a mural. I think he was in New Hall. Well, he was in New Hallville. I think he was uh, a couple of other places. So the governor made the rounds yesterday and he brought some resources with him. It's like, that's how you do it. Don't just come and shake hands and promise. Come shake hands and leave something on the table. So I was like, okay. It's uh, very exciting. So it's election season coming up. August 9th, we have a primary. I hope people understand that, know that. Get out there and vote. Exercise your right before you no longer have it. And, and don't make it seem like I'm the crazy one because I'm not. Because these folks are out here trying to undo every gain for the access to voting that they can. You know, because that's the only way they're going to be able to win. The only way to win is to cheat. You know, they don't want to stand on their merits. They don't want to stand on what they've done. They don't want to stand on what they hope to do. They just want to stand on cheating. They just want to win by cheating. You know, they they want to they want to win without honor. And I guess honor is no big deal. I, I clearly it is not. So. You know, there we go. Uh, if you have a chance, get to Art Space this evening. They are having the um, the open. They're having the exhibit this evening um, for uh, for the kids who were in the summer art space program I had them on yesterday and uh, they are uh, having the exhibit so it's today I think from like five to seven or something and you know art space is a uh, very pedestrian friendly so park and walk in and then make your way to art space um, I don't think I'm going to make it over there today. I might try to make it over there Saturday and see the exhibit because um, my girlfriend is in town and I forgot about the art space exhibit just that quick and I made a date with her to come and sit on the porch and catch up. So, so I think that's what I'm, I'm committed to that. So that'll be lovely to sort of catch up with her and uh, I will see her again, see her today because you know she'll go back to, to Oxford, to London, England and uh, you know, <laughs> so, uh, so, that's, so that's, that's my day and then whoever shows up on the porch after the fact you know, because it's Friday night and, and it'll be hot and, you know, it'll be a good evening and um, people will bring stuff. And so we'll see. Or maybe they won't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't do, do, 
Maybe they won't. Do, do. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Y'all know what that's from, right? Adam's family. You know the Adam's family. Don't let don't don't let me be the only one that remembers the Adam's family. You know, Morticia Gomez, Wednesday, Pugsley, Grandmama, Thing, Uncle Fester, Lurch. I oh, God, I can't. You know, I, now I couldn't tell you what I had for lunch yesterday, but I could tell you who the characters are in the Adams family. And they spelled it with two D's, A-D-D-A-M-S, because they're creepy. So, and no shade to the people. No shade to the people who uh, spell it that way. So I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to what's been going on at Sesame Place. Uh, and you know, I took my, I took Brianna and Margo because those were the only two kids we had at the time. I took them to Sesame Place when they were little. Um, I think Brianna loved it. Margo was just a baby, so she didn't really, you know, there was no real. I tried to take her into the wading pool. She didn't like it. She didn't like the water hitting her. She didn't like. <laughs> she didn't like any of that. <laughs> but anyway. There's these tons of videos, not tons, but several videos of the Sesame Street characters deliberately, intentionally blowing off little black kids. And I, and I know people are like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's a misunderstanding. The first time you see it, the first set of children, you see it. But when it gets to the third and fourth set of black children and you see it, you know there's something afoot here now i know these little characters in these suits are are employees but they don't see this is the problem when people don't know history of things you know sesame street was created for black children and then everybody else just was on for the ride the white kids started i mean white kids could watch but it was it was made for black children that's what I mean. When you don't know the history, you just act all willy-nilly. And then you take ownership of something that really wasn't yours to begin with. So these little babies are like, these are the characters that they watch, they grow up with, they see. Just like I watched and grew up with them. And to be snubbed by the characters that you know and love, that's, you know, that is a painful thing. So now they can't really look at Sesame Street in the same light, right? They went to Sesame Place and these, these, these people in these characters snubbed them. And what are they to think? And the looks on their faces, because, you know, because the parents were taking, you know, taking video because it's Sesame Place and you want to capture the moment your kid meets whoever of the Sesame Street world. And then to have them be shunned and pushed away because they're black. And it is because they're black. It's painful. And so you know what? Sesame Place. So they, they apologized the first time. Well, the first time they said some old mess. The second time they came back with a halfway decent apology. But then when more videos started showing up, you know, you can no longer go with, oh, we're going to, we train, we're going to retrain and no, what you're going to do is get these lawsuits. That's what you're going to do. You're going to catch these lawsuits. You know, and, and I, you know, I'm of the mindset 
that these 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 people underneath these characters that you know they've not been outed like no one no one has shown who they were or are and i know that they are feeling some kind of way about all this publicity and praying that nobody says it's them whoever they are i i know that they are somewhere like i don't want anybody to know that that was me behaving that way you know but I think what's going to have to happen is they're going to have to come from undercover and apologize and then Sesame Place is going to be out some money. Because that's just unconscionable. And, you know, the only language that these kinds of organizations understand is money. You know, that a lawsuit, I think, wakes people up when they have to pay out these, these large sums of money. That's why these 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 municipalities with these police departments and this police brutality that they're not it's not sustainable they cannot have officers that keep putting municipalities in financial straits that's that that's going to make mayors and first selectmen's and 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 folks who run municipalities across this country start saying to these police departments, we can't afford your foolishness. So you better get these, you better get officers and the officers that you have better get on the straight and narrow and stop harming people because we can't afford it. You know, and with, and with the onslaught of everybody's got a cell phone with high end, high def cameras in it and, and can shoot video like a film and that's evidence you're not gonna we can't afford it and i'm talking millions and millions of dollars for the act of bad police so you know what police forces across this country ought to say if you are caught up and charged and found guilty of harming people in the course of your duty you will lose your job, your pension, and we will put liens on your property. That will, I'm, I guarantee you, that will cur- curtail some of this foolishness. So I think that has to happen across the board. So these little people at Sesame Place, because I'm sure that wasn't the first time in each of these videos that these people have done it. This is the time, first time they probably got caught on camera, but now everybody's got some film, some footage of, of them doing this, right? Just doing this. So I, these people better have their come to Jesus moment. They need to, they need to come to Jesus moment. So, and, and so I, 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 I use the police department analogy because lawsuits are coming for Sesame Place. And I don't, Listen, I know they're lucrative, but they're not that damn lucrative. And and cities and towns, you know, they've got finances for just this kind of thing. But they, but it's not uh, unlimited. You know, this this poor man in New Haven, this Roy, I, I, New Haven can't afford this. They just can't afford this. You know. They just can't afford it. So I just feel some kind of way. I just, 
feel some kind of way. So I, I just believe the way to end this police brutality is to hit it where it hurts. Hit, hit it where it hurts, you know? Just, they can't afford it. And mayors and for, for selectmen and people who run these places, they gotta say to people, listen, we can't afford any police misconduct of any sort. We can't afford it. And, and if you get caught, if you get caught uh, and you are, you, you are prosecuted and found guilty, uh, we're gonna have to take your pension and your house and everything to make good on whatever the cent payment is because we can no longer do it, you know? And I, I think that'll shut down a lot of this. Now, of course, not all of it because there'll be some that'll be bold enough to think they're slick enough to try it another way, you know, to blur the lines between policing and violence, policing and brutality, that they'll figure out a way you know they'll go uh, agree, they'll go far to figure out a way to blur those lines you know and and we know that um people like to side on the side of police because there's this innate fear that if we don't side with the police then the police won't be on our side when we need them that's that's the under issue that's the underlying issue that if we don't side with our police across the board first that, that we won't, we would lose the ability to control the police department. And I, I think it's quite the opposite. If you don't get a handle on police brutality coming out of police departments, you're not going to be able to control the police department anyway, because they will think that this is the order of business and that this is policing. So you're gonna have to nip this in the bud. Listen. I know that we need the police. I, 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 I'm not one, but I also, I also understand when they say, you know, um, defund. Defund doesn't mean let's get rid of the police department and people who think that are stupid. I mean, they're just stupid. And, and I don't care. You're just stupid if you think defunding the police means take away the police guns and give them water pistols or, I mean, no, that's not what that means. Defunding the people, police means taking the militarization out of policing and putting in other things that would make sense for the communities that you serve. Like there ought to be on-call mental health professionals. So when those 911 calls come in, you will know how they, you could ask the right questions to find out if, if a mental health professional ought to come along with, uh, in, in conjunction to the police. You know, like, not, like not just send the mental health professional without police backup, but to, but to include them so that they can do the work they need to do so that the police are not in a position to have to shoot people. That's, that, doesn't that make sense? Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. So that's what defund, defund the police means. Let's not make it, let's, let's change our ideas about the mili militarization of the police. 
And, you know, here's the crazy part. All you people that want to hold on to these guns, you don't trust the government any damn way. So you don't trust, you're not going to trust the police anyway. So I don't, I don't understand why you yapping about the defund the police department piece because you don't trust them to guard you now. That's why you have all these military grade assault firearms in your person, you know, in your homes and in your cars and racks on trucks. (laughs) That's all all I'm saying. So those people already don't, are, are not trusting that the police is going to police that's number one number two we've got to rethink policing we've got to it's this is this is the 2022 we've got to we've got to do something other than what we've been doing and we know more about the prevalence of mental health issues we know more about other extenuating circumstances that put people in positions to make bad decisions. We know more. So let's get to that rather than shoot first, ask questions later. That, that's all I'm suggesting that we consider, that we consider some alternatives so that we, so maybe we put in place some stop gaps so that police are not put in a position to have to make mental health call uh, uh, decisions without mental health training or mental health understanding. That's, that's what we need. That's what we, that's how we should think about this. <sighs> Am I the only one? No, I'm not the only one that want to think rationally about this stuff and think about how we could keep communities safe. So when we say defund the police department, we are saying Stop militarizing the police department. We don't need a damn tank. We don't need camouflaged vehicles. That just makes no damn sense to me. You know, we, that we don't need all the, all the things. Unless the police departments know something about the nature of crime that we as citizens, everyday ordinary citizens are not seeing, that maybe there, there are forces out there that they're trying to prepare for that we just are not privy to. I, I don't know. I dare say I don't think so. So anyway, just that's just my, that's my take on that. So anyway, Sesame Place, get ready to write some checks. And, and you know what? You're going to have to change. You're going to have to train. You're going to have to train people better. So... You know, and uh, that's that's where we are. That's where we are. That's where we are. That's where we are. Happy Friday, y'all. <laughs> I don't know what y'all gonna do, but I know what I'm gonna do. I, 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 I love for these, I live for these weekends. I live for them, but you know, honestly, every day of my life is a weekend, you know? I mean, I've got commitments that I have to make, but still, you know, I, I've, I've, I've got work to do. Uh, and, and now that I know I've got like 20 summers left. <laughs> now that I know 
I got somewhere between 15 and 25 summers on this planet. I'm going to make them all count. I'm going to make them count. <laughs> and I hope you do the same thing. So if summers is not your thing, then 10, 10 to 25 winters. If winters are not your thing, 10 to 25 springs. Do you know what I mean? 10 to 25 falls. When you look at it that way, it's sobering, isn't it? So whatever season is your season, make that season your season and make it count. Do all the things in it. You know, that's how, that's how I'm feeling. Ever, ever since I read that, I just was like, ooh. It's like more eight more Saturdays to fall or something. Okay. But then I have to put my sandals away and my sundresses pull out the sweaters, heavier pants, shoes, socks, but not today. <laughs> today, today, sandals, nail polish, long earrings, sun dresses, and outside for hours and hours and hours. That's it. That's the charge. So uh, Monday, I'm back. And uh, let's see, what is going on on Monday? Monday is the 31st. Man, this time. No, no, no. Monday is August 1st. I got to go to the dentist. <laughs> I got to see the dentist. So uh, August 1st, I have a dentist appointment. And then uh, we're in the first week of August. So we are, the summer is the summer is winding down it is winding down and uh but right now not today so i'm on my way out i want y'all to have a good weekend be safe listen to the obama uh 2022 summer 2022 uh playlist it's banging um let me know what you think about the beyonce album renaissance let me know let me know let me know and uh my hearts and prayers to the people in kentucky hearts and prayers to the people in st louis hearts and prayers to people in the pacific rim that are going through the fires and uh my heart my heart and prayers go out to my good friend ruby and gail because they are uh, enjoying ice cream and flowers and women's basketball so there you go I'll be back. Thank you, Nora, for sitting in. You should sit in more often. That we could really, really, really get a sense of this thing. Thanks, Harry. Thanks for a good week. And uh, I'll be back on uh, Monday. Y'all have a good weekend. I'll see y'all. Moving to the morning night. Gonna ride all night. Bye.